What is up, everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to uh, the podcast this morning. I'm super excited for what we have today. Um, today is a testimony episode of a sweet friend of mine, and I'm just excited for you to hear how God's worked in her life and what he's up to now. Um, this girl is incredible. She um, loves God so much and is so passionate about pursuing him and sharing him with those around her. Um, it's pretty special, our friendship. Um, it started four and a half years ago when I was a, a counselor at camp and she was a camper. And um, I've gotten to watch her graduate high school and then go off to college. And now her being in college and just seeing how the Lord has um, just continued to shape her and show his faithfulness to her. And give her opportunities to share God's word um, and his love with people. Um, she's awesome. I I adore her. So I have a recording of her um, just sharing her testimony. And so once I'm done with this little intro, we're going to hop into her testimony. And you get to hear just um, her awesome story and just glorify God together for what he's done in her life. So um, get excited. And here is Vanessa. Hi, my name is Vanessa. Um, a little bit about me is that I am a junior at Oakland University in Michigan. I am from Flint, Michigan area, actually, to be precise. So southeast Michigan, if anyone knows anything about Michigan. Um, I am 21 years old and... I love Jesus with my whole heart, and I'm just very blessed to be able to come on this podcast um, and just share what he's done in my life and the way that he's glorified himself, and so I just wanted to say thank you to Taylor for this opportunity, um, and yeah, I just, I'm excited to share how God has glorified himself and just kind of my journey with Christ and what that's been like and what it's like now. Um, so before I get into it, I would love to pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I just thank you so much for who you are. Um, Lord, you're so good. You're so kind. You're strong and powerful and sovereign. And you are intimate, Lord. And I thank you for the relationship that I get to have with you and how personal it is. Um, God, I thank you for my testimony. I thank you for the ability to share testimonies to glorify you. Um, I pray that my testimony would be glorifying to you, Lord, and that um, any words that come out of my mouth would just be honoring to you and no one else, not even me. Lord, I pray that um, the ears that this reaches would just come to know you and come to see you through um, the way you speak through me tonight. So, Lord, I pray that you would just... Fill me with your spirit and speak through me. Amen. All right, let's get into it. So I grew up in a Christer church family, which is a Christmas and Easter um, and a few in between. So I didn't really grow up with any church experience or knowledge of God per se. But I did go to a Christian summer camp every summer for 10 years Um so I don't really know when that started, probably when I was like eight or nine, but um, I just remember having a lot of fun, and when I was really, really young, 
I just really enjoyed making friends and getting to do all the fun zipline activities, stuff like that. But as I got older, um, I started to learn more about God and who God was at this camp. And that was really, really cool. And that was a really big um, foundation that God just planted in me really, really young. And so that was kind of my experience growing up with God. I didn't really know him or have a relationship with him. But I started learning about him and that there was a God um, to begin with. And so in middle school, I started struggling with my mental health pretty bad. Um, I'd say in sixth grade is kind of when it all took a dive pretty pretty bad. Um, I struggled with depression, anxiety, and sorry if this is a trigger warning for anyone, um, but I had an eating disorder and struggled with self-harm and suicide for a really, really long time. And that was really hard. Um, and it was really hard when everyone in my family found out about it and just didn't know what to do. So at the same time that I was struggling with all this and I was going to this summer camp for a week every year, it kind of started to become more appealing um, that there was a God that actually cared about me and cared about how I was doing and what I was doing to begin with. And so um, I started to encounter God at this at Spring Hill. And um, that was very different for me because I had never encountered God before. I would hear about him and had just started learning about him truly. And I could see the joy of people knowing him but I never knew him for myself. And um, I started to be able to encounter him, which was really cool and powerful and um, something that I didn't deserve, but he allowed his presence to be radically known to me in ways that were very evident that it was him. So I'm very thankful for that experience. Um, and so through that, I began to know God, not just know about him, but actually know him. And um, I would have these encounters every year for this whole week. And afterwards, I would go home and have what I call a Jesus high, where I was just like, felt like I was on fire for the Lord and was like, yeah, like, woohoo, I love what I learned about camp. Like, let's go. I want to live every day like this. And then after about a week or two, there was nothing. It was radio silence. And so um, that was kind of my experience through middle school. And at the same time, um, it was, my mental health was just rapidly declining. Um, I was just, I was really struggling. Um, and to be honest, the more I look back on it now, the more it was just the enemy saw the way that God was showing up in my life and just truly hated that. And so um, the way that, he would just plant attacks on me were cruel, very cruel. Um, but I started to, yeah, just get to know God more. I started a new high school. So I went to a public school for um, pretty much my whole life until eighth grade. And then for ninth grade in high school, I started at a private Catholic school. 
and I grew up Lutheran. I wasn't Catholic. I didn't know anything about the Catholic religion, still learning about God, and I go to this Catholic school, and it was, it was an experience. I'll say that. I um, really struggled with seeing people say that they had a relationship with God, and then um, turn around and do things that just weren't glorifying, or they weren't what I was told should look like a Christian life, if that makes sense. And so um, my first two years, I was still really struggling, and um, now I just didn't have any friends to (laughs) help me. And so um, I began to just kind of while I was encountering God, I would just begin to push him away. And um, while he was fighting for me and just freely giving his love and grace, I wanted nothing to do with him because I just, I was just not interested. And I'm still trying to figure out why, but yeah, I just wasn't interested in who God was and what he had to offer me. And yet he showed up in ways that I couldn't even ask for. And so I, um, I used verses when I told my testimony. And so the verse that I used for that part of my life where um, I really just didn't have a relationship with God, but he was still there for me, is Exodus 14, 14. Um, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And so the way that God quite literally saved my life um, and I wanted nothing to do with him just shows the mercy and kindness um, of him and who he truly is. So thank God, literally, thank God. Um, So my junior year of high school, I had started making a new friend group and they're really good. It was a really good friend group. They were all very academically focused, which I was not, and so that encouraged me to lean into my academics and actually try and get good grades and, you know, all that good stuff. They encouraged me to just be a better person, and most importantly, they encouraged me in my walk with Christ, and so they had these worship nights at our high school that Um, they would all go to and they started inviting me and it was really cool to have a friend group that would worship God together and just be able to talk about him and what he's doing in our lives. Um, So I was very blessed with that friend group and then after my junior year in 2018 I went to summer camp for the very last time um, and I was part of like it was this high school program where you basically go and serve the camp while still doing fun activities and learning about God. Um, it's really just special, but I went for my last year and I decided that I was really sick of being on a teeter totter of living for Christ and then wanting nothing to do with him and just going back and forth. I, I just didn't want to be lukewarm anymore. I wanted to dive in with God. And so I, Um, in 2018, I went for my last year in June, and then I worked for a few weeks at the end of the summer for the day camp program, and, um, let me tell you, 
working is a whole different experience than just going to camp and being able to be a part of um, discussions with second and third graders about God and who God is was something that was just so special that God planted in my heart and allowed me to experience. Um, And I really just treasure that and the way that he moved through that. So in October of 2018, I decided to give my life to Christ and um, I got baptized. I was baptized as a baby, but I made the choice to get re-baptized as a declaration of me living for Christ for the rest of my life. So the verse that I have for that, that I got baptized with, was Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I could just sit on that verse forever. Just, what, like, what? So that was my uh, baptism verse, which was really special. And it's been almost exactly four years now since I was saved, truly, by the blood of Jesus. So, woohoo, praise Jesus for that. Um... I went through junior and senior year of high school. I recovered from all of my mental health struggles. And, um, yeah, it was pretty much just a real chill time. I started just leaning into God a little bit more. Um, Wasn't necessarily, per se, all in, but definitely wasn't lukewarm and definitely was seeking him a lot more. And so... After senior year, I got a scholarship to go ski, ski race for a college in Vermont, which is on the east side of the U.S. People don't know that. A lot of people don't. Um, But I went to this school, basically on this, like, full-ride scholarship um, to a college that I've never toured before in a state that I've never visited before. And I basically said, God, I don't know if I want to do this. And he said, trust me. So I said, okay, it'll be fun. It'll be good. I trust you, God. Let's do it. And at the same time, I um, had just started dating a guy that I'd known my entire life. Um, Our parents had become really good friends in kindergarten, and our families just had grown really close. Um, Saw each other every weekend almost, and just had become really good friends over the years and um, decided we wanted to start dating that summer. It was 2020. And he pushed me a lot in my faith. He encouraged me to start reading my Bible daily and actually not just turning to God when I felt like I needed to, but just seeking him a lot more in the daily, um, which is something I hadn't experienced before. And I thought that it was a very... Christian relationship, just something that was leaning me to God really well. But at the same time, we were not glorifying God in so many ways. Um, In so many ways that I've come to realize even after the fact. Um, And yeah, it's, it's really hard when you think that you're glorifying God and 
you realize that you're not and it's with someone that you actually care about a lot and so we decided to go to separate colleges and he went to a um school in Ohio and I went to one in the one in Vermont and um it was a really hard year for me I when I first got there I didn't know anyone there were like very minimal amount of people on this campus is 2000 student body but 500 of us were there because of COVID everyone stayed home so it was off to a rough start um I was on the ski team, which was very interested in partying and just living that sort of college lifestyle, which I wasn't necessarily interested in, but um, wanting to make friends, I started falling into um, just kind of that lifestyle for the first month or two. I really um, started leaning into it. At first, I wanted to stay away, but I just, I fell into it. I fell into sin and... Um, after about two months of that, it was so unfulfilling that I said, what am I doing? What am I doing here? And so I realized that, um, there wasn't a lot of Christianity in the East and that I was having trouble finding a church and that the Catholic masses that I was attending weren't, they weren't enough to challenge me and to feed my spiritual health and my walk with God, and so I, um, I was having a really hard time, I was really lonely, I didn't know what to do, so I found a church that, through divine intervention, because this church wasn't on the map, it wasn't on, um, Google, I think I found it on Facebook, and they had no pictures, no profile, nothing, it was just the name and the address, And so I went to this church and tried it out, and um, I found a really good community. It was truly incredible. And so around the same time, I reached out to one of my old counselors from 2018. Um, So how the Spring Hill program works is there's, like, general counselors in different areas, and then, like, inclusion counselors, which help with, like, special, like, needs and like disabilities and just all this stuff and it's a really cool program and I had bonded with a counselor who was an inclusion counselor in another cabin in a whole nother area (laughs) and so I had followed her on Instagram and she was so bold about her faith and it was really encouraging to see that and see someone actively living out for that so I reached out to her and um, sent her this long DM on Instagram and said, hey, girly, this is, um, I don't know if you remember me, but this is my situation, and I'm struggling. Like, I I don't know what to do. Like, I want to follow God, but, like, I don't even know how to open my Bible sometimes. And so, as you can guess, her name was Taylor. (laughs) Thank God for Taylor. Um, She would meet with me every week over Zoom, and the amount of sacrifice that it took for her to do that um, was truly a blessing to be able to have someone to sit with me and on a weekly basis hold me accountable to are you reading your bible are you praying are you seeking the lord and that really did a number on me because no one had ever walked with me like that so I'm really 
I really just thank God for the mentorship that Taylor provided through that. But um, ultimately, God really worked through that because I started taking my Bible on these hikes and worshiping the Lord while I'm hiking alone for a few hours and just really started um, finding company with God while being alone. And so while I was alone for the rest of the year, not a single time did I ever feel lonely. And I spent more time alone the rest of the year than I did in those first two months. And let me tell you, never once did I get lonely. And like, you might ask, how? How does that happen? How do you spend almost six or seven months alone and not once get lonely? And I'll tell you, God, literally God, the comfort and the miraculous hands of God. There's no other way to put it than that. And so that was really, really powerful for me. And that was really just a big foundation of being able to seek the Lord on the daily and um, just experience him in a completely new way every single day. And um, it really just built a foundation for me and for my walk with him to be able to have that isolation and have that um, alone time with him to just have that personal and intimate relationship with the Lord. And so um, I'd say that's when I truly began living for Christ rather than just accepting him as my savior and um, as my God. That's when I truly just gave my life and every single action over to him and just began obeying him. And so halfway through that year, God said, okay, so now you're here. Now I've been able to lis- like talk to you and you started listening. Go home. <laughs> and I said, God, what do you mean? Like, go home on a vacation? And he said, no, like, give up your scholarship. Give up ski racing, which you love. Go home, serve me, obey me. And I said, mm, I don't know about that. Like, like, can't I serve you and, like, get to still ski race and, like, experience the things I love? And he said, um, no, because I'm asking you to do this. And so it took me a really, really long time. But um, I finally, after a month of going back and forth, I said, okay, God, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave Vermont. I'll give up my scholarship for you. But I get to choose where I go. <laughs> and that's how I saw it in my head. I, I'm going to follow God, but on these conditions. And I'm going to obey him, but on my terms. And the Lord really, really smacked some sense into me um, a while after that. So I was trying really hard to get into certain colleges and just find one that I thought would be a good fit and that I could, like, a Christian college that would just be glorifying to him. And... Um, it came to the end of that year, and I finally was just ready to go home and figure it out once I got home and wasn't 700 miles away from my parents. And um, my, my world basically felt like it came crashing down. It seemed that I, it was like a, how I would describe it is like, if I was a skyscraper, in New York City or Chicago with all these skyscrapers around me, every single one of them came tumbling down like they do in demolitions. 
And I just stood there watching every single pillar come down. And that was really hard. And so, because a lot of those pillars were things that I truly cared about and loved and relied on more than I should have. Um, and so my grandma had passed away and that was in February. And then I had had my heart set on this college that I really thought I was going to go to and that fell through. And then I found out this guy that I had been dating this whole year and had gone through all of this with and had brought me closer to God in a way, found out that it wasn't a God glorifying relationship and that he was doing things on his end that weren't glorifying God and that weren't pulling me closer to God. And so that was a pillar that came crashing down. And ultimately in the end, um, it was hard when everything came crashing down and (laughs) I didn't know what to do. So, so I basically just came home and said, I'll figure it out once I get home and I'm relying on the people that I know will comfort me. Um, and I did, and God pulled through in a lot of really powerful ways that I got to experience. And, um, let me just say the comfort of the Lord is unlike anything else. He is just mm, so good. So good. Let me tell you. So then I went home and got to basically hear God say, okay, you're going to go to the college closest to your house um, (laughs) and live at home for a year. And that's basically what happened. Um, It was just kind of relying on the foundation that I had built from the year before and um, almost just a year of protection where God just held his hand over me and just allowed me to sit in his presence and that was a blessing because that was something that I needed um and so yeah I really just got to experience a lot of really cool moments that only only God can do it's only the power of Christ and so I believe that God led me out to Vermont in order to isolate me so that he could build a firm foundation Um, and then he's brought me back to Michigan and to where I'm at right now in order to serve him and live, um, continue living my life for him, but in a way that I am now pointing others to Christ. And so I had the opportunity to go back and work at that summer camp this past summer and, um, experience the gospel transformation in other people, which is a very beautiful thing. If you have never experienced that, I pray that you do. Um, it is a really cool thing to be a part of, just leading others to Christ. And so he is now calling me to continue to daily in interactions and be just his hands and feet in every single day, um, normal life, which is quite a strange thing to do, but The verse that I've kind of used in my life now is Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And so uh, it has definitely not been easy. It has definitely been a struggle since being home, but um, the abundance of joy and comfort that the Lord has provided and given me is honestly just such a blessing and something that um, only he can provide 
So I just, again, want to say thank you for Taylor um, allowing me to share this and glorify the Lord um, through this opportunity. Um, I just could not be more blessed and grateful for the things that Taylor has been able to walk me through and um, point me to the Lord. So, yeah, thanks. Bye.